everyone, and welcome to this bonus episode of Conversations in Software Development. In episode three, I sat down with Q McCallum to discuss the business side of software development, but we also ended up going on all sorts of interesting tangents. Uh, at one point, uh, Q shared some of the lessons he learned early in his career and indeed how his early years in tech shaped many aspects of his career later on. Here is what Q had to say. When I talked about early in my career, I started my career working in investment banking, or what we now call um, electronic trading, algorithmic trading. And that had a ton of impact on my career going forward. I mean, what, when I'm, I don't mean to exaggerate when I say that, but seriously, it's been 20 plus years that I've been in this, and some of the lessons I learned back then still apply today. Some apply more specifically to the world of machine learning and AI, so I won't bore your students with that now. Um, but two things really stood out that I learned back then that have really helped me uh, when it comes to writing software. One is just when you work in a trading environment, um, trading is all about money, right? We are deploying, well, what we would call machine learning models, what the traders call algorithms. We deploy algorithms to decide uh, what we're going to invest in and also to place trades on our behalf. And what that means is that this code absolutely must work. We don't have a lot of time for defects. We don't have a lot of time for cleanup. So make it work, make it robust, and you know, build something that's not going to crash every five minutes, which mm-hmm. sounds, sounds a little, little crazy, but that's something that really gets drilled into you when you're working in a trading environment. So like learning that early on, learning how to build robust software that can stand the test of time was great. And the flip side of that, is when you work in a trading environment, because you're always so closely tied to the money, because you're literally handling money, buying shares and selling shares of stock, um, you also learn a lot about practical, practical decisions around technology in business. And by that, I mean, going back to the example of writing code, um, you might say, oh, this piece of code is ugly. We should, we should rewrite it so it, it, it's better looking or, or something along those lines. And someone might say, yeah, I agree. The code is kind of ugly, but you know what? The code works. That code is making money. If we make any changes to that code, we might introduce bugs, right? Therefore, using money as, as our guide, we are not going to touch that code, right? Um, similarly, if we're going to invest in a particular piece of hardware or software, every decision boils down to the very practical idea of, okay, that's great, all these features you're telling me about, but in the end, how is the bank going to make more money? How are we going to use that to improve our trading activity, right? And I bring that up because this isn't just me. I've, I have a number of colleagues who, like me, have spent some portion of their technology career working in that investing environment. And I, I found more how we do tend to see the tech world in a very different light. And mm-hmm. we do tend to see every decision in terms of the business and the business model, right? What is this business here to do? How are we going to use technology to drive that business? Uh, compare that to some businesses we've seen where they're just very, they're very excited about the technology and their view is, we have this technology, how can we shoehorn it into the business? That doesn't really happen in mm-hmm. a trading environment, right? Because the view is, we don't need to have whiz-bang technology to feel special. We're, we're, we're making money. That's how we feel special, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so point being, um, you know, when I think about my early career um, that had a lot of impact on how I see the general world of technology. It, it, it really affects how I develop software. I think a lot about how long this piece of code has to last and I invest 
time accordingly. If it has to last a long time, put in a lot of effort. If it's meant to run once or twice, whatever, right? Just build some piece of crap and keep moving. Um, so I bring that up, one, just to sort of give your students a taste of, you know, good business practice around technology decisions, but also to remind them that for those who are going into the professional world after they graduate, um, I know that looking for your first job out of college can be very stressful. And I know that it can be overwhelming because you have a lot of things to think about, a lot of companies looking at you and you're looking at them. One thing to keep in mind is that your first one or two jobs out of college will probably have a similar impact on the rest of your career. Um, so mm -hmm. if you can try to pick a company or a field where you feel you can learn a lot, um, whether that's you can learn a lot and grow within that field or within that company, or you can learn a lot of skills that you can then transfer elsewhere. And I say that because even though I no longer write software for a living, that's no longer my official title, um, even in the AI space, most of the services I sell are based on a lot of best practices I learned 20 plus years ago working with the traders. So it's had an impact.